Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We are off to a great start as we begin to wrap up season two of the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I know it feels like just like yesterday, I just started and told you all that I was back and I graduated. (laughs) I did, but um, this isn't breaking up. I promise you this is not the breakup. This is just the wrap up for season two. There will be a season three, four, and so on. Um, As long as I have breath in this little body, I will be producing Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast to give you all some tips and tricks and some salon figures um, from along the way and around the way and all that. Um, I know the last episode lit a fire under some nail text because yeah, the 1099 versus W2 discussion got a little heated. Um, I, I was I was prepared for that, but you know, to each, to each their own. Um, you like what you like and it's all about money anyway. Um, but don't sweat my pet. I am here to break down the money and produce some figures, some real figures actual numbers from receipts that I kept and I hold on to everything (laughs) to help you uh, stay afloat and not miss the boat on making any profit in the salon space. Um, Again, I keep everything. So I pulled some receipts from, oh wait, I pulled some receipts from 2018, 2019 and early parts of 2020 um, before the shutdown. And I keep everything, okay? Um, my expenses while I worked as a nail technician in the nail salon. And um, had I known then, well, if yes, that's how the saying goes. Had I known then what I know now, I probably would have made more sound money decisions. But hey, you live and you learn. Um, So last episode, we did talk about the 1099 versus W-2. And while this episode is meant to build on that, because again, what are we talking about? Yes, we're talking about money, the dollar bills, and how to stay on top of what it is that you're bringing in versus what is being put out in expenses. So grab your pen, grab your paper, and your receipts, as well as the last payment for whatever service you provided. And we'll get into this after the break. We're going to break this down so that we can stop leaving money on the table. This is my social media plug. Welcome to the village, all my new subscribers and new listeners and just new people who came and found Nails by Ra. I truly do appreciate you. This is my shameless social media plug. (laughs) Make sure you check out the nailsbyra.com website. Yes, we are back. This is my, my virtual warehouse my virtual address of all of the places that I have all of the brands that I have underneath nails by raw on here 
You can find the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. You can also find my Twitter at Nails by Ra. Also my Facebook uh, at Nails by Ra. Instagram at Nails by Ra. As well as YouTube at Nails by Ra. However, if you just want to check me out, visit www.nailsbyra.com. I'm looking for you and I'm waiting for you to subscribe. Tell your friends to tell your friends to tell your friends about me. All right. Ciao. Okay, while we were on the break, I had a chance to do some quick math. Um, The way I'm going to break this down is by, let's see, one, two, three. How I want to break this down, actually we'll do four columns. So if you have an Excel sheet or if you are, you know what, I did ask you to get a paper, a pencil and paper before the break, but um, either way, pencil and paper or Excel sheet, um, I'm going to give you about four columns and in each column you're going to have first we're going to talk about the items that you're going to need how much of it you're going to need and how much these things cost so that's three columns right there your items how much so your quantity and then your cost and then that fourth column is going to be your total for that row of items okay all right so in the first column you're going to write out each thing that you're responsible for purchasing while in the salon Um, and then how much it costs you each time you visit their supply store. Um, What I'm also going to do is round a lot. I'm going to do a lot of rounding because we know that sometimes, well, most of the time, um, your items will not round up to just a whole number in the store. They're going to be some change and some change. So a whole number and some change. Um, So anything above five, we're going to round up. Anything below, round down. So for example, if anything costs me $25.89, $25.89, I'm just going to round it up to $26. Um, Anything below that, round it down to $25. Okay? All right. So on average... Nail supply store runs usually run me anywhere between $50 to $550. I know I screamed too when I got my first bill, but of course it's more expensive when you are first starting out as a nail technician because you're essentially purchasing all of your materials necessary to do a service. So think about this. You have to you have to stock up on your utensils, your labels, containers, receptacles, glue files, buffers, your um, your cleaning supply, you know, all of these things, gloves, masks, duster, everything, everything you could think of um, when you're stocking your supply cabinet pretty much from zilch. So for me, um, this included all of these things, including dipping powder solutions, um, which cost anywhere between, well, yeah, anywhere between $25 to $30 or about $7 if each step is purchased separately. So there are four steps in the dipping solution supply system, at least when I did it. I'm not too sure what's out now. Um, I've seen, yeah, at about one, three to four steps in this uh, process. I'm quite sure over time it's probably going to be just as simple as the traditional acrylic system. But um, when I was doing this, it cost about $30 to complete the full size system each, each visit. Um, and then, of course, the dipping powder acrylic itself varied in price depending on the supply store I visited. Um, there were three that I used to visit in Georgia. 
um, all around town if you are in Georgia, specifically in the Atlanta area. You know Beaufort Highway has about 4 million <laughs> supply stores on it. And then of course in Forest, uh, Forest Park has a, has a supply store. And then there is another one that I would visit, which was just, uh, I found it on accident actually out in um Gwinnett so these salon uh nail supply stores that I found on accident but certainly do your research visit them if you're in Georgia uh South Carolina will be a different story I found one that I think I'm going to visit but that'll be another time another chat but yeah make sure you're also doing your research on pricing and price matching and sometimes it might actually no I take that back I was getting ready to suggest shopping online only do that if it's truly a discount and what I mean by that is, you know, everything you're purchasing, including shipping, is cheaper than what you would buy just going to the store. But again, do your research, look into that. All right, I know I go on on tangents, but this is just so much information I just want to share. I'm so excited. <laughs> so yeah, um, the dipping powder uh, varied in price. And um, I noticed that I was consistently paying about $8 for a one and a half ounce of jar. So take that number and multiply it by five. So the $8 per jar, multiply it by five because each visit I go, I would complete, I would do Roy G. Biv. And um, my artists out there know, you know, that's your, your red, your orange, your yellow, your green, you know, your blue and your violet. So these things that went over the rainbow, um, the, the colors of the rainbow so you would do five and complete the rainbow and then different variations of the rainbow and so on and so forth so I would try to do that just to stock up easily so that was another $40 that I would spend in addition to me purchasing the dipping solutions to paint and seal and uh, dry the dipping powder okay so you know what now that I'm talking I think I'll also include an excel sheet too to help you tally up the price and quantity just things that I, I did along the way to help me out um, because once you go into the supply store specifically one that I used to visit um, your receipt would be stapled on an invoice so that way you could also see the itemized things that you purchased how much it was the taxes um, and then the unit price and the amount and I thought that was really helpful because that let me see, okay, where's my money going? How much am I spending? Okay, how much am I bringing in? Okay, so after this break, I'm going to break down a little bit more um, about what my items were and how I went about uh, purchasing and then subtracting what I purchased from what I was bringing in in order to create my budget. All right, more after the break. the break I did I realized that I can go on tangents and I can talk a little bit I had to go pour some tea but we're getting ready to get back into this you might hear me typing as I talk about my budget but here we go so we left off talking about the dipping solutions so the four-step system as well as the colors for the dipping system so the dip powder you hear me refer to it as dipping powder and then if I say uh, traditional acrylic you know I'm talking about clear polymer or clear um, oh, pretty much clear polymer or monomer um, 
and then talking about colored polymer so colored traditional acrylic right so this brings me to since we're talking about acrylic the acetone yeah that range and I kid you not I went to the same store two different times and the acetone varied and it went from being uh, about $4.75 to $5.75, so there was a dollar increase. So there, that was about $6 for a 32-ounce jug of 100% acetone nail polish remover. And that lasts me about two weeks, um, largely because I have other solutions that I'll talk about later to remove acrylic nails or to remove gel polish from the nails and most of the time clients come in with them halfway taken off <laughs> anyway so that kind of helps us out uh no if you are a client listening i don't recommend um taking them off to do any damage to your nails but sometimes you know things happen they break they pop off um some clients keep their nails on for much longer than the two to three weeks we suggest and come in with them halfway grown out so that does help us sometimes when we have to redo uh, a set so let's say about 32 ounces on a good day i might pick up two of these so we'll put a quantity of two and we're going to put it at six dollars because you know the last time I went it was 575 rather than 4075 for the same 32 ounce of um, of a polish remover yeah the 32 ounces I get that and that's, that's actually not too bad um, so we talked about the dipping powder the solution and a remover okay and then as far as pumice stones now I don't often do pedicures when I'm not in the salon. And then when I was working in the salon space, those were offered um, as part of what we ended up having our commission. So it was, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, our commission 50-50 that was included in the supplies at the store, um, at the salon. But if you are doing this on your own, one pumice bar is about $1.45. For the box, it's 10 So we're going to talk about getting the box. So one quantity at $10, okay? Yeah, because you get 10 different, you know, you get it. So it's $10. So already, what is our grand total? Are you still with me? So we did $40, $30, $12, 10 So our, our, that's already $92, and we have oh, 16 items, right? Yeah, that's not a lot if you look at it. <laughs> that's not a lot, but it's already almost $100, yeah. So this adds up quickly. And then um, for a box of gloves, um, that's usually about $6. So that's one, that's a hundred count. So that's $6 for a hundred gloves. And then you have your, um, I'm gonna talk about regular acrylic powder. So for one ounce, that is also $5.75, so $6. And for this, I also do the same thing. So for my, um, anytime I have to get uh, things to enhance the nail, so color, um, whether that's a regular polish, gel polish, dip powder, or traditional acrylic, I'll always purchase them at five. Remember, Roy G. Biv, I try to do that. Um, I noticed that at one point I was very, very partial to pinks and reds so I have a lot of pink and red and not a lot of the other colors out of Roy G. Biv so I had to start doing that so we're gonna do five quantities at six dollars so that's another 30 bucks 
and our grand total is almost $130 and we only added six more items to our cart. Yeah, yeah, it adds up, it adds up. And then um, regular polish is about a dollar, two dollars. So regular polish, again, five of those, Roy G. Biff at two dollars. So that's ten dollars there. So now we are at $140 uh, total in our cart. And then um, for the pink and white, for me, my clients enjoyed the pink and white. So I had to buy the, to the tool for the pink and white. And that was $3. So I only need one of those. And then a brush is about $16. So we're going to round that up. Well, I'll just leave it at $16. Um, my nail brush for traditional acrylic was about $16. Well, actually, no. Let me take that back. That wasn't that expensive. It was more like $12. And then... Um, Certainly, you want to make sure you have your monomer, right? So for a jug of monomer um, that ran between, it was $8.75. So we'll, I just only need one because I didn't do that much. So that's $9 for a jug of monomer. Monomer. <laughs> monomer. I don't know why I said monomer. <laughs> I can't talk this morning. Monomer. And then also for cleanliness in the salon your containers so those are about a dollar each um, for your acetone your alcohol your callus remover any of those things all of those have to be labeled so those are about a dollar per container and so again I did those in fives so I got a quality quantity of five so that was five dollars there and then also the personal um, the personal care box that you know sometimes I had clients who preferred to have their own, and even though I would throw them away, there were some um, clients who preferred their own pumice stone, their own um, their own utensils to care for their nails personally. So you would keep the personal care box, and those are about a dollar ten each. And I would stock up on those, but also keep those for my clean and dirty utensils, just for salon use. So for those, I would have about three for salon use. And then however many I needed for the clients, um, I would just re-up on those whenever. So again, it's a dollar here, a dollar there, but I would always get three every visit um, just to have them. And then there was callus remover. Yeah, <laughs> that was $9 flat. And I would get one that lasted me a long time because you don't need a lot of callus remover. You don't. Um, a good portion of that is knowing quantity control and understanding how much of each product you need, which is helpful. And it, it cuts down on a lot of things. Um, and then also, of course, what else are you going to need? Tips. <laughs> You're going to need tips for your nails. And those you can um, purchase your own slot and fill it up yourself but there are some salons that also uh, not salons, some nail supply stores that offer the 10 pack in the actual container and for me where I went that was only two dollars and they were really good tips so I would get one of those and there were a hundred um, each a hundred each uh, in each space so thousand pieces for two dollars so that was good for me and it's plastic so that's also why it was so cheap but that's what it was and then um if you purchase those separately you know what let me take that back because that's not true that's not true those were um 
the the mini ones that you would get for your um the personal use like the refill so let me take that back so the refills let me you know don't don't listen to that so you would get the um actual uh, the tip the box itself without the tips in it that was a dollar so the tips are not included in that sorry 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 <laughs> so erase that from your ledger so already we are at 180 dollars and then your drill you need your drill your electronic file and that will run you anywhere between 25 to 130 dollars i got the 130 dollar one because i needed peace of mind and so my grand total was $310 just to set up shop for the things that I needed. I needed buffers, I needed files, and these are things for my personal use, and all of those were a dollar here, a dollar there, $2 here, $2 there, but it adds up very, very quickly. Okay, so that's just my expenses, right? So that's $310 negative. And we'll talk about my income a little bit after the break so that we can ultimately arrive at our final budget and help you understand how to move your money, where to place your money, and how to make sure you're continuing to turn a profit, breaking even, or areas to improve if you are operating at a loss. All right, more after the break. back to talk about that income I don't know I've been really relaxed <laughs> talking about this because I think the the route that we're going with confessions of a nail tech um there's still going to be some confessions but more finances because these are truly things I wish I would have known prior to jumping into the business as a nail technician and yeah, I think that's going to be my niche. So uh, you heard it here first. Um, and let's jump right back into it. So my income for one week working in the nail salon full time, and especially we'll do um, one for the busier months, and then one well peak season. So March until August, and then um, the slower season. So September to <laughs> February, pretty much because it slows down significantly um, when back to school and the holidays come around. Um, and I've seen this in fast-paced salons as well as the salon that I worked in in Georgia. Um, it just happens. It's the nature of the beast. So in the busier months, so March, a.k.a. prom and you know graduation and wedding season um, through the summertime, on a good week, I was bringing home anywhere between $1,800 to $2,000. And that was from tips, but also from just services, period. So um, I'm going to go with higher numbers. So $2,000, um, that was what I would make. And then, of course, half of that will go to the business because we worked 50-50. So really $1,000 a week. And you want to subtract 310 from that. So where are we? We're at what? What's my magic number here? Am 
not sure if it's 690. <laughs> Couldn't do math real quick. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much 690 for that week. And I pretty much ate the kind of ate the cost for my supply because that has to go back into getting more supply and then also paying for gas, grocery, rent. And mind you, at the time, rent was about $900. So I'm again back in the hole, right? So then the following week, let's say it was another $2,000 week. And that was rare. <laughs> I don't want to trash the salon, but that was rare to have two weeks at $2,000. But um, after that, you know, it was $900 here, $900 there a week. And that was actual take-home money. And when you add up those things up, minus what you're responsible for again gas grocery utilities at the house rent car note all of those things you know you kind of come up short so for some time for me I was operating in the negative but then I wasn't paying attention to my tax responsibility so um of that week let's say in a month um, just for the for the sake of easy math, um, for the month I'm making four thousand dollars, right? So of that four thousand dollars out the salon, I should have put aside four hundred, and that's yeah, I should have put aside four hundred, and that's ten percent of the four thousand dollars, which I should have just kept the side for taxes, right? And that's just a general rule of thumb to make sure that you're covering your tax bill at the end as a 1099 employee. And then, um, or just making sure that you're putting aside at least 10% of your income, especially during the busier months too, because like I said, in the, the lower, slower season, those numbers are drastically different. <laughs> you know, I'm laughing to keep from crying because I remember... Um, how how tough it was um, first starting out as a nail tech and that being the only source of income and then trying to make sure everything is covered right so back back on track um, in the peak season again a good month was four thousand dollars a month right so of that four thousand dollars you're still responsible for you know putting 400 away so you're down to 3600 you have 3600 for the month to pay for your rent, to pay for your car note, grocery, gas, and then anything else that you need for the salon. So nail supply here and there. Um, after your initial investment of that 300 or so dollars, it, it takes some time to have to go back and re-up because that dipping supply system will last you at least. You can get at least 50 sets out of that at least. Maybe give or take at least 50 sets and I say that if you are using the polish uh, the dipping system how it should be used and not overdoing it um and then sometimes you do run out of one part of the solution faster than the others but that's okay and so again we're we're with three thirty we're at thirty six hundred dollars to complete all of the other responsibilities that you have for the month okay so in a slower season, oh, and by the way, um, what you'll do is take whatever number you're left over with, 
and that's going to be your budget. So with that money that you have left over after deducting your taxes, after deducting your expenses from your income, that's going to be the budget that you have to work with to let you know um, what you need to do next month to increase that budget or keep it the same, right? Simple math. And then you take that number and either multiply it by the number of months you want to see progress in or um, adjust it by that. So six months, 12 months, you know, nine months, three to six, you know, however you want to do it. Um, real easy math. So whatever number is left over after you deduct your expenses and your taxes from what you're bringing in as income, that's going to be your budget. OK. And um, in the slower months for me, I did have to take on. Um, a side hustle. So that was Uber, driving for Uber, driving for Lyft, um, going back to substitute teaching and making sure that whatever money I was missing out because of the slower season in the salon, I made up in the difference working um, as a substitute teacher and or Uber Lyft driver. Um, I'm not a huge fan of driving for Uber or Lyft. Uh, I'll share that story later. It's not really related to Confessions of a Nail Tech. It's a, it's a side hustle. I just don't recommend it. It's not my thing. Um, <laughs> the older I've gotten, the less likely I'm, I'm comfortable with having a complete stranger in my car. And I've heard horror stories about Uber and Lyft. And I've actually had a horror story with um, with Lyft before. And I just was not, or not, it wasn't Lyft, it was Uber. I just never went back to the service as a driver. Uh, but anyway, that was a slight, you know, uh, I might even just redact that because <laughs> I don't want to give them no, no fame in my, my podcast. But um, anyway, in the slower months, um, in a good week, it would be random here and there. So I would maybe have a $900 week during the slower months because pedicures, I'm going to tell you right now, they slow down and almost come to a halt in the winter months because people think since their toes won't be out they don't have to stay on top of their pedicures but the truth is you do it makes your first initial pedicure in the summer way more expensive if you decide that you don't want your feet done over the winter because we have to undo all of the dead skin all of the overgrowth all of the ingrowns we have to do a lot of work in your initial visit after that that break in the holiday so ladies if you're listening men if you're listening please continue to get pedicures over the winter months please 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 all right but anyway um i'm not saying that just because nail techs need money but i'm saying that as as a uh, precaution for you for the following season keep your toes done keep your toes done at least at least keep them pedicured you don't have to get polished but just keep them done um but anyway yeah so in a good week nine hundred dollars a week and you want to multiply that by four and now you're down to thirty six hundred dollars a month and that's on a good week that wasn't always the case for me but for the case for you um, what you want to do is whatever you're used to making, multiply it by four for the weeks in that month. And that will be what you're bringing in. And then, of course, subtract your expenses and your tax responsibility from your income. And that will be your budget to use, to invest, to do whatever it is that you need to do. And so that way you aren't caught up like what I talked about last episode with a ridiculous tax bill at the end of the fiscal year. You know, it, it's not fun. It is not fun. Um, learn from my mistakes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at nailsbyra at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at nailsbyra. Visit my website, www.nailsbyra.com. And again, 
make sure that you are making sound financial decisions. I know wanting to have the best designer nail brand or the designer or whatever is important to you. But hey, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Try to get brand ambassador opportunities with those brands. Because guess what? Most times you get a discount, a deep discount or free. That slides right on down to free with some of these brands because that's something that I did to um, to cut down on costs and also to generate some additional income. That was the plan before I decided to completely pivot and go back to school. Um, what I did was I started a contract with Premium Nails Elite, Elite Dipping Design. And it was something as simple as using one of their products and giving an honest review on it. And, you know, the picture quality was good. The video quality was good. And it was a wonderful opportunity. Um, I share this a little bit in season one about what I had to do in order to land that and secure that uh, brand ambassador opportunity. But um, it takes grit to do something like that. And sometimes if your product or your production is very good in A1, the brands will find you. So utilize your social media platforms to the best of your knowledge and skill set. Don't feel like you have to have this huge high-tech equipment because you don't. All you have to do is point, aim, and shoot with the camera and do your thing on camera with the nails. Um, even if it's on your own hand or a mannequin hand or if you're just doing the swatches um, to show off the color and the pigment companies will pay you to do that. So that's my little nugget of advice for um, some side hustles to have during the slow season or even in addition to the fast paced season because that is what helped me land that brand ambassador opportunity with Elite Dipping Design was during the busier months I recorded myself with the permission of the salon owner and the client. Um, I never showed their face but in addition to that I was able to film myself doing the service with the product real easy real simple you know fortunately content creation is a fun thing to do if you can remember to record and take pictures of your work because again a lot of these companies are spending top dollar to get this out and get this brand out and quite honestly it's much cheaper to just pay an ambassador than it is to hire an entire marketing team to push the product okay so I just dropped a lot of nuggets for you um, again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm at nailsbyraw.com or nailsbyraw at gmail.com. Um, send, send me a quick message. Let me know you're listening. And if you have any additional questions about what to do with financial money management in the salon space. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast and make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Nails by Ra. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com. Until next time.